the Trip King Falls AM fancast where we hang out, discuss King Falls episodes, and just basically give all our love to everybody in the K fam and in King Falls. Yep. Uh, this pod yep. This podcast does contain spoilers specifically specifically for episode eleven, Ring in Hell's Doorbell, but also in general, you know we try, fuck it. Oh yeah, by the way, uh, warning, we're not safe for work. Oh, did I say that? Um, we're not safe for work. Yeah. Especially We're not safe for work. Yeah. So, when we do spoilers and if you don't like it, go listen to the episode before you and come back and listen to us. We're not going anywhere. True story, bros. I'm Dana. And I'm done. <laughs> and you are? Yeah, there we go. Before we get started, uh, I've got a public service announcement. For sure. Um, first of all, Georgia, thank you for getting out the vote. Goddamn right. Um, woohoo! The Senate. So, it, by the skin of their teeth, but they flipped the Senate. So, go mm-hmm. Georgia. Yes, Second of did. all, anybody who's planning on going to the inauguration, go have fun, do your thing. But just be warned the FBI has been told that in the Capitol and all 50 states' capitals, there are threats of violence. So, be careful, be vigilant. Um, as we know, just even had the attack last week not happened, we know that these people have no concern for anybody's safety because they don't fucking wear masks. So if you go wear your mask, keep your eyes open, um, just, you know, be safe. Don't, don't be stupid. We know how the mega crowd is. Um, I'm not going to tell you not to go, but just be careful. Yep. Social distance. Yeah, social distance. If you see shit that looks suspicious, fucking report it. I would rather, you know, somebody think I look suspicious and have the cops come over and talk to me and check me out to be on the safe side than, you know, somebody not report somebody who's, you know, planting a bomb or carrying a gun or something like that. So if you see something that looks weird or suspicious, report it. So that's that's all I got to say about that. Otherwise, enjoy yourself and have fun if you decide you're going. Um, so anyway, this week, like I said, uh, we are discussing episode 11, originally aired October 1st, 2015. Still can't get over the fact that it was 2015. I know I say that every episode, but I mean it every episode. Yes. Uh, the decade, that decade was so beautiful. I mean... We could walk outside and not have masks on our faces and we didn't have to worry about our president starting World War 52 or, you know. Go to karaoke. You could go to dinner with friends. Yeah. You could, yeah, you could. Don't have to worry about crazy motherfuckers. Right? I mean... At worst, you had to worry about the flu because you didn't get your flu shot, which mm-hmm. I did a couple weeks Weird ago. Weird-ass time. Oh, yeah. Back in the before times. <laughs> in the beginning days. Oh. <laughs> anyway, show opens. It's what time? 4.44 in the morning. Uh, hey, there's no traffic at 4.44 in the morning in King Falls. Who'd have thunk it? No. I know, right? Ben has an email he wants to discuss with Sammy. See, now with this email, and this is something that I thought about, like, I'm just like, Ben, what the fuck, dude? 
Like if you're going to fucking, this is the one, one of the few times that I felt like Ben was kind of a dick. Like this was such a dick move. It, it, it was, I'm not going to argue with you. And <laughs> I know it was like, dude, he emailed an apparition. Yeah. But the way he went about yelling it for, for sure, for sure. Using Sammy's email, like what the fuck, dude, use your own goddamn email. The email that Sammy quote left open, but never checks himself. Hmm continuity because so, we hear news all through the series about how sammy doesn't check his email but he left it open so that ben could use it to email mission apparition hmm. he thinks somebody has sammy's password mm. me thinks that might be the case or that was the one and only time Sammy ever actually opened his email. Either way. Or he like meant to check his email <laughs> and just completely spaced it because, you know, yeah. Sammy's a busy motherfucker. He is. He's got shit to do. He's Places got to go. Things to see. fucking plate. That's right. But anyway, Ben sends Mission Apparition an email telling them how he thinks they are overproduced. Um... Sammy says, well, as long as you didn't get, didn't get confrontational, Ben's like, <laughs> yeah, no. We all know Ben got confrontational in his email. Let's face it. Of course. Ben can't email without being confrontational. Um, but yeah, so Mission Apparition is coming to King Falls to shoot an episode. Ben can't decide what, what um, location to offer up, but he's thinking about the slaughterhouse or surprise, surprise, the library. Ooh, the library. I wonder why he's thinking the library. Hmm. I could never guess. Could it have something to do with a librarian, perhaps? Maybe. Perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, they're coming. We all know, basically, they're doing the library. Uh Ben, so Ben books them on the show. They open the phone lines and we get, did Trent do this voice? Because this is a creepy motherfucking voice. And Trent, Trent does some creepy fucking voices. I thought, um, oh. I thought they were switched, but maybe not. But anyways, I think this is the first time if, if this is how it, how it is in the, uh, in the outline that you made. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, she makes outlines and they're damn good ones. Um, if it's set up the way you have it in the outline, then this is the first time Trent does the shadow maker voice. Well, that's what, but I'm like, but is it the shadow maker voice? Yeah. Or is it just creepy forgive? Okay. I mean, cause it sounds like- it's, it's the one that turns into the shadow maker. Okay. So it's the turning into the shadow maker. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So we get, you know, creepy voice. Mm -hmm. uh, suggesting that they check the mail. Of course, everybody's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I've checked the mail once or twice in my life. <laughs> Dude, when the creepy voice comes over the radio and tells you to check your mail, you don't joke with the creepy voice. You just go check your email or your mail. Check your email if that's what they're telling you. To me, me, me. And you might call like, you know, <laughs> Troy. Right. That's what I would have done. I would have been like, uh, yeah, I'll totally check the mail. Troy, get your ass on one. one. <laughs> well Sammy probably didn't think about calling Troy and at this point Ben's still not speaking to Troy oh so. for sure yeah that's true 
So, you know, that that's a little bit later down the road when they actually finally start talking again. Um, so Ben goes to check the mail. Sammy takes another call. Um, and another weird call like, hey, yeah, we need to talk in private. I sent you a text a couple months back or a couple weeks back. Like, Sammy's like, okay, yeah, I get like lots of texts. I'm like, somebody calls me and says, hey, I sent you a text. I'm gonna be like, and? you're talking to me now, what the fuck? Who cares, just tell me. So, um, but this person uh, declares that he is the one who turned the lights back on. Well. Hmm. So yeah, Ben comes back in, he recognizes the voice, or thinks he recognizes the voice um, as Mr. Thompson, his old high school science teacher. Mm -hmm. Science teacher, yeah, science-y. That's what he taught, he taught science-y. There were some sciencey sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How, how, did, sounds how did he do that voice? He was like sciencey sounds. I, I, like can't that. Uh, I can't do voices. I don't even try anymore. I can do um, but yeah, you do you do some really good ones. I I do my voice. <laughs> I can't even <laughs> do it anymore. Um Sammy avoids the dirty joke about Ben's fast trigger finger. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know the joke about Ben's super fast trigger oh, finger. Why? And and really, is Emily appreciative of the super fast tr trigger fingers? <laughs> or is she not appreciative because they're super fast? I don't trigger I don't think um, I don't think they're that far in their relationship yet. I don't either, but that's not the point. Sammy said it was a dirty joke, so I want to know how appreciative or not is Emily of these super fast trigger fingers? I'm just saying. Uh, ben is amazed that there's actually a cassette player. because Oh, that's what he comes back with in the mail. He comes back with a cassette. Yep. Um, pops it in a cassette player because, you know, it's 1975 for Merv. Um with his WKRP radio station. Yeah, I know, WKRP joke was a couple episodes back. Um, anyway, there's a voice on the tape. Um, Lance McLeod, or Lance McCord, sorry. I can't even read my Lance own McCord. notes here. Lance McCord. With a not too terribly shabby, you know, British-ish accent. Like it's Australian, Australian, I think. Yeah, might be. Um, Although they, they have a lot of similarities, the Australian and the British accents. Sure. You know, what with Australia being a British prison colony and all. Indeed. A little history in there for our K-Fam family. You learn something new every day. There you go. That's your tidbit of information. Yep. Australia used to be a British prison colony. Um, Whoa. Yeah, so he's out on Stealth Ridge. Ben suggests that perhaps the R word might be a good descriptor, even though it's not politically correct. Um, so they play the tape. Lance mentions the devil's doorstep and that there's no wildlife. And you can kind of hear on the tape that there's nothing in the background except footsteps. So I have a theory about this tape. Would you like to hear okay. it? I would like to hear so, a theory about this tape. I kind of think... And it sounds like he's 
it sounds like he's talking to somebody. You yeah, know? he's, he's like, making a recording for somebody. Like, well, I don't think he's necessarily making the recording for somebody, but I think that somebody else is recording him. So I've always kind of thought that it was um, the, the tracker there that goes after Big John, that guy. Polly Pawtucket? Yes. I've always kind of thought it was Paul Pawtucket that was, that was with Lance. Like he had taken Lance out to Stealth Ridge. It could be, but then you'd think Paul Pawtucket would have... Tracker, guide, or whatever. As tracker, as guide. Yeah, but then you'd think Paul Pawtucket would have either been talking on the tape or he would have just called himself and said, hey, I'm leaving this tape for you guys. Unless Paul Pawtucket is the shadow maker. <laughs> no. <laughs> or maybe, or maybe, or maybe the shadow dude when he was human took Lance up there. Because That's the shadow possible. dude, according to Canon, found on Beyond the Falls, was a hermit living up in Derpy Derpsville, right? Living in Perdition Wood. So Lance could have motherfucking hired his ass. Was he? I don't remember that episode. I'm going to have to go back and listen to Beyond the Falls. I don't remember that. I think, I think it was... Um, Shit. I can't remember if they talked about it during episode 25 or um, or this episode when they were discussing it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Whoa. One of these days I'll have to go look. Indeed. I don't know. I made him a creepy ass teenager, although kind of a hermit. Living up in the derpy derp woods by himself. Um, in my in my AO3 story. Yeah, Ben doesn't want to play the tape. He tells, he starts telling Sammy about Perdition Wood and the Devil's Doorstep and Stealth Ridge and and um, and why it's such a bad place. Lance continues to narrate his journey. Ben's like, that's it. We're not playing the tape anymore. Uh, yeah, it turns itself on and won't turn off. Well, that's a little bit later, but because Ben cuts the tape that's all right um yeah ben cuts the tape um that's when he starts talking to sammy then we get finn calls back finn we've missed finn, finn. i miss finn finn's fun finn's friggin werewolf finn to wolfie yep um yeah so finn calls they can hear him scratching and itching um and howling noises or growling noises howling growling whatever they hear both at some point they think maybe he has a dog with him because they aren't quite sure that he's a werewolf just yet um but finn's like yeah you gotta finish the tape man because you know i'm driving and it's all creepy and i gotta hear the tape so (laughs) they finish the tape um lance continues narrating his electronics are going out his phone his watch etc and then sammy's like did you hear something ben says i didn't hear singing i didn't say singing i said something because there's singing in the background. Kind of like like church singing almost, but not. I would say kind of like exorcism like, shit. I was thinking like Gregorian chant music, but not really. 
but it's just that kind of oh I can't that's the extent of my singing for I think it's like I think it's like a Latin yeah no I'm I'm sure probably you know what you know it'd be fucking cool as shit what if I sent a certain composer I'm not naming names Cameron Chambers a text message asking him like what were those what were they chanting like was it just random was it just like some rando chant or was it actually like like words in like latin or whatever that they were chanting and if so what they mean well you message him and if you get an answer back we will tell our dear listeners i'm gonna that's awesome do that i will okay you do that Yep. Um, so Lance is back. There's no turning back. He's kind of past the halfway point, so he's not. He can't turn back now. Plus, it's getting dark. This is where Ben stops the tape to discuss the the woods in Stealth Ridge. That's uh, about five mile hike into Perdition Woods. Um, it's one of those legend has it kind of things. Sammy makes a joke about what kind of welcome mat. The devil would have the dark lord would have on his uh doorstep ben's not impressed with his joke <laughs> ben's taking this far too seriously for my taste of course you know later on we find out why ben is taking this far too seriously True. um so yeah this is where it it uh doesn't turn off because you get that creepy voice in the background talking over Lance about last warning mortal. Oh. See, I told you I can't do voice. <laughs> last warning. Ah. Then there's a scream. Lance, you can hear Lance running away like there's something chasing him. And uh, that's kind of, yeah, there's the scream and then it just kind of yep. episode ends. This is the first like scary episode that we've had oh yeah for sure i mean you know other than oh my god they took tim oh this is the first like actual like creepy episode that we've had yeah and i'm wondering like like i'm wondering if this episode kind of plays into my ongoing theory that things occur because sammy's in the vicinity they don't necessarily happen to him but they happen around him you know what i'm saying yeah, well, I mean, as opposed as opposed to King Falls AM just being fucking haunted, for example, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I think we all know things happen around Sammy. Okay, hang on, the dog's back in. Um, we all know thing things happen around Sammy. Sammy, badass as fuck. Hmm, that's right, guys. If you could hear some of the stuff that goes on behind the edits <laughs> there would be a lot less listeners <laughs> be, yes. than there are now <laughs> the, yeah there there would be some fewer i don't know though we might gain some some listeners though with some of the shit that we talk about some of the stuff that gets edited out that ends up on the cutting room floor guys well i think i think we can have a good time with uh, improv on tape though Oh, yeah. They talk about shit. I'm just like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. I mean, okay. And speaking of improv on tape. Talk about this shit. Yes. Speaking of improv on tape. First of all, 
Chris, as a narrator, <laughs> I feel you. I understand trying to keep Dawn on track. Although today has been a very, very good episode. Trying to keep Dawn on track is like hurting cats. I do fucking amazing. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Second of all, you guys need to start up a freaking Patreon and just release the video of your recordings. And it, and I'm assuming you do it on Zoom or some other such thing because you did the promo that one time on there on Twitter for it. So right now, I'm telling you, release that shit. <laughs> Dawn is waving at me. She's raising her hand. Yes. Yes. So I it's actually done. did. Um, and I think we should also kind of bring this up too because it's been a little bit of an elephant in the room um when eric or whomever i'm i'm guessing it was eric sent out those improv on tape emails i emailed i emailed it back and i was like dude um are you motherfuckers doing a patreon or whatever the fuck i said because um are you are you guys gonna hold off a bit and, and try to get more episodes underneath your feet first? And he basically said that they were they hadn't really decided they they'd like to do one, but they're they're holding off for now because they don't really know exactly what you know, they want to get more episodes out first, which is yeah. you know, it's understandable. Okay. Yeah. Um so yes, boys and girls, yes. There was an email sent out from presumably, and I say presumably because I don't know if it was Eric, but I'm guessing it was Eric, to KFAM fans because they had our emails because we signed up for shit. And no, it is not connected to King Falls AM other than the obvious, that there are some voice actors you know, other than the voice actors that we all know and motherfucking love because they're fucking awesome. There's, there's, there's no connection. There's no, you know, story connection. There's no other connection. It's a different program. And like we told you guys, like we done told you, think of it as tool and a perfect circle. Tool is its own awesome motherfucking band. A perfect circle is its own motherfucking band. The two can survive harmoniously. So don't be bringing drama where none ain't needed. Yes. Capiche? Capiche. That's Dawn's PSA for the day. Yes. Because, you know, when you see messages every other fucking day saying, oh my God, have you guys heard anything about fam yet or has anything been said or has this been said it's like guys gals zoom meetings you'll find out you know the question we we're just as anxious as you guys for you know for kfam to come back seriously we are (laughs) and i will and i don't think this is a secret i don't think anybody would mind me saying it um because on the last Zoom meeting with Kyle, he said, eventually at some point down the road when it is safe for everybody to record in the same room again, mm-hmm. the plan is to come back. Yes. You just don't know when that is because first of all, 
I don't know, is California still burning up? I have no idea if they've still got wildfire issues going oh, maybe. on. Probably in California. COVID cases out there, yeah. so they might as well be burning up. And uh, so between the wildfires and COVID and everything else going on in California, God knows it may fall off the map at some point. Because um, I know they got earthquakes all, all the time out there too. Um, so assuming it, they don't have a huge earthquake and it falls off the map, then yes, it will, that is still the plan for it to come back. There are just no set dates. There is no timeline. We are just as up in the air as anybody. Kyle is a busy motherfucker. Like, yes. legit. If I was as busy as that fucking asshole is, and I say, I call him a fucking asshole with all the love in the world. Like, you know, I'm not yeah. actually calling him a fucking asshole. She but, calls everybody she likes a fucking asshole. Yeah. And then people she doesn't like, she calls a fucking asshole. Yeah, it's it's all it's all on how you word it. It's all on in the inflection. <sighs> Anyways, I wouldn't be doing shit. I would not be doing shit. I would not be doing a podcast on the side. I would not be doing dick. Because he works like a fucking 80-hour week job, which is fucking cray cray in the bray bray on its own. You know, yeah. plus and also, this isn't spoiling anything because he announced it on a Zoom call. Um, he's moving. He's like in the middle of fucking moving. Um, yeah. Out of Los Angeles. He's still going to be in California, but, you know, he's fucking busy as fucking shit. So it's like, fuck, people, give it, give it a fucking rest. Like it's been asked and answered multiple times. Relax. They will return when they're fucking ready. I, I still maintain that Kyle and Eric and Noah and Trent and all of them, they love the fans. They would not leave us hanging. If, God forbid, something happens and they cannot come back, they wouldn't just leave us hanging. There would be an announcement. They would absolutely not because that would be some cruel ass shit. Right. And like, they would not do that. They wouldn't do that to us. Legit, like... I would hope that if that was the case, they would have let us know way back when, you know, and it would have fucking been a punch in my motherfucking gut. Like, that's how much it would have hurt, like, physically. But I would have gotten over it eventually, you know? Um, yeah, well, that's why I, say, I don't think that they would leave us hanging. They would let us Yeah, know. exactly. Like I'm saying, like, they're not those type of motherfucking guys. Yeah. So they're, they're straight up. They fucking tell you how they feel, you know, regardless of whether or not you agree with them. That's, you know, different story. Either here or there, but they're going to be straightforward with what they think. So, yeah. So don't <clears> worry <throat> about it. It's coming back. We just, unfortunately, we don't know when. For sure. It's, it may be a while with, you know, fucking COVID. Yes. Keep the faith, in other words. Vaccines are coming out. So they're slowly rolling out. Hopefully after January, when we get an actual adult in charge of things, who knows what the fuck he's doing. No, you don't know where we stand, dear listeners. No, not at all. <laughs> but yeah, once we get an actual grown ass person in the White House who knows how to take care of shit and can help get these vaccines rolling out. Yep then hopefully that will speed things along. Um, still not holding my breath. 
the longer things go by, the longer I'm like, okay, they do this shit in real time. How the hell are they going to explain this year long gap? But whatever, we'll figure it out. They are fucking geniuses and they're fucking brilliant and they'll figure it out. And we'll all sit back and go, wow, they're so smart. And we'll cry tears of joy because it's back on. And we'll cry tears of sadness because you know how they are and they like their, you know, listener tears. And they'll make us cry out of sadness and make us cry out of anger because they thrive on that shit. So, <laughs> but that's, that's all we have to say about that. And now that it's been said, can we yep. drop it? We know they're coming back. If they tell us, we will tell you. They aren't telling us shit. So we can't tell you shit. And that's just how that works. Yep. But join one of Kyle's Zoom meetings when he resumes them back up. He did say he was going to start trying to do them on a regular basis after the new year and he gets moved and everything settles down. So yeah. maybe he'll drop some knowledge on you. Maybe not. He's so been yeah. to give hints about things. So guess what? What? Improv on tape is not safe for work no. <laughs> oh oh my god i was listening. we're not talking about episode four today because because we can't yet but i was listening to episode four and i was listening at work i had to stop because i was laughing so hard i could not get any work done i could not finish it until after i got off work well i can't remember what the fuck what in the motherfuck noah said but he said something and I was like drinking. I was drinking my Coke and I had, I, I was like, and I damn near coughed it back up because oh God. I was just like, you dirty son of a bitch. <laughs> Nobody is dirty in this, in this show. <laughs> Fucking I, goddamn oh Owen. So, okay. First of all, Okay, we're talking about episodes two, um, two and three. So episode <laughs> 102, it aired, uh, which um, was episode 102, The Sick Wizard, which is covers chapters four through six, um, originally aired on December 29th. Noah is dirty. They're all dirty. <laughs> well, yes, they're all dirty. Okay. They're, they're, very, they're very kinky individuals, and I am here for it. I am. I, I am not kink shaming anybody. I would be all over that shit. I'm just saying, like I'm listening to this at some point, and I just go nasty, <laughs> but like nasty in a good way. Except for socks, I'm yeah, traumatized I, by socks. I, just, I don't. I don't know what to what to feel about that. I think I died a little inside. I'm draw. I can't even wear socks. I'm traumatized by the socks but anyway so episode 201 they do a recap of the first three chapters uh then chapter four begins with you know the giant smashing into the cabin um and of course uh um holy fuck i forgot their names um petunia and vernon but petunia petunia and vernon (laughs) and vernon yes how the holy mother of fucks did you forget there i know (laughs) because i was thinking i was going with lily because they had to correct from last from the episode one 
that Harry's mother's name is Lily, not Emily. <laughs> Which I first heard that, and, and your mother, Emily. I was like, what? Isn't my name Lily? <laughs> I had to rewind it. I was like, wait, that's not his mother's name. Like, I know they're, you know, doing their own thing, but they're changing the names now. Is that to protect the innocent? I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, so, so yes, but Batunia and Vernon uh, think it's their Adam and Eve package. <laughs> That's way more than I needed to know about Petunia and Vernon. By I the wonder way. what they got for their seven free gifts, though. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> not that uh, <laughs> you know what the, that there's seven free gifts that come along with that. Um, yeah, uh, <clears throat> um, not that I know that one of them is is a discount to a wine club. I'm just not, saying. Not, not that I uh, would would uh, know that. <laughs> not that not that God knows what Adam and Eve is. She had to Google it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah uh -huh. uh, That's what happened. We had to Google it to find out what Adam and Eve was. Mm -hmm. I save. I, I'm sure they believe us. I'm sure they believe us there. Um, Giant introduces himself as Hagrid. And uh, Vernon introduces himself and wants to know what the hell Hagrid, how the hell Hagrid knows them. Um, the the, the storyline and it's so hard to keep up with the story. <laughs> um, Hagrid says that Dumbledore Dumbledore stole Harry as a baby. Say that five times fast. Dumbledore stole Harry. Um, and tells Harry what really happened to his parents. Um, apparently they got into a car accident because of a dark wizard who killed them and put a spell on them. And very, very in detailed what happened <laughs> to Harry's parents. Um, but he tells Harry to look inside the cake and Harry is super excited because inside the cake is a letter to Hogwarts. Yay! Harry gets to go to Hogwarts. They baked what? a letter inside Josh a cake. shaking your head at me. No, he had the bakery do it because he had the bakery bake the cake because in, in, in the improv on tape version, he didn't bake it himself. Um, and he didn't sit on it either, which is a good thing, I'm guessing. Jesus. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, he's, Harry is very excited, but he's also very confused because that's when he, you know, um, he finds out what happened to his his uh parents um yeah and petunia explains that hogwarts is fake like QAnon. um hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like you're not that. allowed to say i uh, know you're not allowed to say wizard or witch or magic or anything of that sort because it's all fake like QAnon. um Let's see. Harry confesses that about how bad he's had it at the Dursleys, um, and does a really bad imitation of Dudley. Y'all gotta listen to it, man, because I can't do it. You gotta listen to Harry do Dudley's accent or Dudley's voice. It's <laughs> Noah pretending to be Harry, pretending to be Dudley is friggin' Noah. It's a trip. <laughs> so anyway the um harry's like finally yeah i never had to see you guys again petunia's like nah, no 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 you still gotta spend summers with us 
Harry's like, fuck, fine, whatever. Um, Harry confesses at that point, too, that he's talked to the Slytherin snake at the zoo. You say it. I can't say Slytherin snake like you do. I'm a Slytherin snake. Get it? <laughs> yeah. I can't do it like that. I'm sorry. I just can't. <laughs> Donna's cracked herself up so bad. <laughs> She's hiding from the camera on the Zoom oh thing. Oh my God. <laughs> Fucking Eric. <laughs> Eric. You're such you're such a fucking asshole. There's another one. She calls him a fucking asshole because she loves him. <laughs> I should probably just record a a friggin' disclaimer. When I call when I call the actors assholes or or fucking <laughs> fucking motherfuckers, I mean it with love. <laughs> that'll be in our show description Dawn <laughs> expresses her love for the actors by calling them motherfucking assholes yep <laughs> oh god fucking yeah. damn them <sighs> <sighs> see now when I listen to I, I haven't called anybody a fucking asshole yet on improv but when I'm listening to like King Falls and I'm like you motherfucking assholes. It's because they've made me cry. And I still love them, but I am not happy with them at the moment. Oh, well, see, so, up here in Maine, we're different. Well, you are definitely oh, different. We call people that we love fucking douchebags all the time. Oh, I, I call, you, you know, some, bag. my best friends. I call fucking bitch all the time. Well, yeah. Yeah, no. I understand exactly where you're coming from. I get it. I get you. Yep. Uh, chapter five. Harry wakes up in the morning next to Hagrid. This becomes a running theme, by the way, kids. Um, just so you know, <laughs> there is a theme that goes along with uh, this version of Harry Potter. Um, he's glad it's not a dream. They fly off on the motorcycle with the whistle tip. I can't do the whistle tip. Sorry. Um, Maybe Don will edit one in there. Maybe not. You'll just have to imagine it yourself. Um, and they go to to get Harry's school supplies. Um, Harry thinks he's broke. Hagrid's like, no, 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 no. Let's go to Gringotts. You got shitloads of money. You got money coming out your ass, dude. We're going to Gringotts. Um, but first, they go to the pub where Harry meets his his professor. Prof professor. Professor, is that how you say that? Professor? Professor. <laughs> Apparently, there are multiple people <laughs> talking about this that don't know how to speak. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of people there with really bad Cockney accents. <laughs> I say this with all the love in the world because that's about the exact same way I'd be doing a Cockney accent. Y'all just fuck that shit up. <laughs> anyway, they go to Gringotts. Harry's like, what the fuck? Um, he says, what the fuck a lot, which I totally get because I say what the fuck a lot. Um, multiple dick jokes ensue. 
So be prepared for dick jokes, although dick jokes are fun. And then they visit bum, 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 Vault 713, where Hagrid gets a small package. We don't know what's in the baggie, but Hagrid gets a baggie. And he hides it. <laughs> Ooh. Hey, Gridor. And, okay. <laughs> and then they go to town. Harry meets a very rude, very blonde child um, who doesn't introduce himself, but we all know who it is. <laughs> Owen. Uh, I was going to say Draco, but yes, it's Owen playing Draco. <laughs> um, they go to Ollivander's to get Harry's wand. Um, Harry, again, with the dick jokes, Harry likes the one that explodes, <laughs> the, that explodes out of the tip. <laughs> Once again, is cracking up. Guys, seriously. <laughs> There's a lot of dick jokes in this. So if you're offended by dicks, don't listen. Otherwise... <laughs> Put your earbuds in, put your headphones on. Oh, Jesus Christ. Grab your adult beverage of choice if you choose to partake and just listen to the dick jokes and enjoy. Yep. Um, yeah. Ollivander tells him the story about the other wand that it comes from he who must not be named that gave him the scar. Dun, dun, dun. And then we move on to chapter six, um, where Harry does, in fact, go back to the Dursleys. I don't remember that from reading the original books. It's not in the movies that he goes back to the Dursleys after they pick up stuff. Um, uh, no. Because I don't I remember. thought, I thought that he- It's been a while on. since I read the books. Yeah, because what happened was he was taken away by Hagrid that night. Yeah. Um. Or no. Yeah. Yes, it was that night. Okay. When they yeah. when they were at the shack. I believe. Yeah. And then they went to um Diagon Alley and they dubbed around there for a bit and then he went to platform nine and three quarters. Yeah, that's how it was in the movie. I think in the book, it may have been slightly different. Well, it probably was different in the book. Um, because here he goes back to the Dursley. So I don't know if that's really in the book. Or if they just decided so. to send him back to the Dursley. I don't know. I think he was I'm not around in, Di the book. in Diagon Alley for the summer. I don't know. I'm not going back to read the book to find out. So we're just going to have to I don't even, I don't even have the book anymore. So. I have it on Audibles now. I got rid of the physical books. I have them on Audibles now. Uh, um, anyway, they get to King's Cross where Harry meets the Weasleys. Um, they help him get through platform nine and three quarters, much like the movie. Um, we hear Harry's inner monologue about a train. Harry's very excited about trains. Harry's very like excited trains. about everything. Harry's a very excitable child. Um, for an 11 year old, Harry's led a very sheltered life. So he's a very excitable child. Um, let's see, Harry uh, Ron tells Harry about the school. They buy snacks off the trolley. They get to school. The children are weird. Um, Draco finally introduces himself and wants to compare wand sizes. Draco is very, very, very concerned about wand sizes. 
Um, his must be the biggest and the best. <laughs> but Harry, once again, in the boat on the way to Hogwarts, waxes poetic because Noah's fucking awesome like that. And then we move on to episode 103, which is mince pies and powerful thighs. <laughs> I want to know where they come up with the titles of these things. <laughs> or maybe I don't want to know where they come up with the you titles of these things. Don't I don't know. Probably don't. <sighs> it would shatter the illusion. Um, this one originally aired on January 5th. And this is their official halfway point through the first season, which is kind of sad. Yeah, because I thought that book was way longer. Way longer. Yeah, yeah. I looked it up. There's 17 chapters. Um, although the books do get progressively longer as they go. And progressively so, awesomer. Yes. Awesomer. That is our word for the day. Progressively yep. awesomer. It is. Um, chapter 7. The students are greeted by Professor McGonagall. She explains the different houses. Gryffindor is the most attractive. Slytherin is the most slimy. I take offense to that, by the way, because I took the Pottermore quiz and I came up Slytherin. And I am not a slimy person. How yeah. like you come up Slytherin? I don't know, because I was honestly thinking Hufflepuff. Oh, I yeah. Was I was totally thinking I was going to come out like Hufflepuff. I came, I came up Slytherin. Yeah. No, I knew I'm going to be a Gryffindor. I'm kind of a chicken shit. I'm not even going to lie. So I was thinking Hufflepuff. Apparently, I'm Slytherin. But that's okay, because not all Slytherins are bad guys. I mean, Merlin was a Slytherin. He's a good guy, so, you know, we're okay. Um, anyway. Hufflepuff are the sweetest and most round, and if y'all could see me, you'd see why I think I'm a Hufflepuff, because I'm the most roundest. <laughs> and I'm sweet, goddammit. <laughs> yeah. And then we got the Raven Ravenclaws, because yeah. they are the most well-read, and they own the most dictionaries. So everybody just assumes that Hermione's going to be a Ravenclaw because she has dictionaries. Yep. Um, they meet nearly headless Nick. He's the ghost of Gryffindor. No, he's not the ghost of Gryffindor. He is the ghost for Gryffindor. But Harry seems confused. Or maybe it's Ron that seems confused. I don't know. Now I'm confused. Um, Hermione tells the boys, oh, they see the sorting hat. They see the sorting hat and Hermione tells the boys that they have to pleasure the hat. <laughs> to which Harry's like, oh my God, can't I get away from this? Not again. <laughs> oh my fucking God. <laughs> and do they use the exploding tip of their wand to pleasure the hat? I don't know. I just go along for the ride. And and quite frankly, if you have to pleasure the hat to get sorted into your house, I want to be the first one. <laughs> Somebody doesn't I'm want I'm not going second. after anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting anybody's sloppy 124th because that's how many students that were in front of me. I don't know. Oh I didn't my count. God. Um, anyway, yeah, so they had to pleasure the hat to get sorted uh everyone does get sorted into their houses they get to to eat food um 
Hermione's upset that she's not in Ravenclaw because she's a smarty pants, but the hat calls her out and says, no, you're not really as smart as you think you are. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and then the hat sings to Harry and, and tries to convince Harry he needs to be in Slytherin. He's like, no, yes, no, yes, no. It's the whole thing. Go listen to it. It's a whole thing. Um, Harry is astonished by the food at the feast. Harry likes food. They're sorted in the house. Harry is astonished by the amount of food at the feast. Uh, Hermione tells him all about mince pies. And Harry's confused by silverware. He keeps trying to eat the spoon. <laughs> Harry tries to eat the spoon because he doesn't know what silverware is for. <laughs> We're just gonna have to take a minute. Malevol malevolently. Let's take a beat, listeners. Malevolently. Malevolently. Yet. Malev no, we don't have malevolently yet. Not yet. I think we should say malevolently. First we meet Neville. First we meet Neville, and then Harry notices somebody staring at him. Um, and Chris <clears throat> apparently cannot say malevolently. 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 I just miss my mouth taking a drink of tea. I understand it's hard to believe with a mouth as big as mine. I just totally missed it. Okay. He notices somebody staring at him malevolently. Malevolently. Not maleficently, malevolently. Um, Harry has no trouble pronouncing malevolently, but apparently our narrator does. Uh, it's Professor Snape, and Hermione tells him that, that Professor Snape is just jealous because he's never bathed in his entire life. And Harry's like, well, I've never bathed in my entire life. Well, yes, but Professor Snape is older, so that makes it worse. And then Ron confesses that he doesn't bathe either, so apparently Hermione is the only person who bathes. <laughs> <laughs> And doesn't doesn't um doesn't Ron have sh like shit on his face or something? Yeah. Ron has shit on his face. Oh yeah, that's right. Back <laughs> on the train, and Hermione introduces herself. You know how in the movie she goes, "You have something on your nose, just there." Oh no. yes, yes. In in the nose. in the improv, after discussing things for a little bit, Hermione says, "Did you know you have shit all over your face?" <laughs> and apparently. Ron put it there on purpose. <laughs> you know, Ron... We don't need an explanation of why. It's Ron. What do you expect? Um, I think Ron is, is using it as, like, camouflage or to keep people away. Might be. He, you know, considering Draco's on the train, I don't blame him. Um, Dumbledore comes up to address the class and is very put off by the smell of shit and wonders if any of these children ever bathe. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently bathing is a problem um still got tea all over my sweater apparently bathing is an issue at hogwarts um everybody sings the hogwarts song but apparently nobody knows the words so they're all making it up as they go and they sing together i know some of the words um i used to know some of the words it goes um Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hogwarty, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Whether we be 
something and young or old with scabby knees or something like that. Um, I but I will take your word for it. And then I can't remember the rest of it. Yeah, I don't remember it at all. So, I mean, I, I know they sing it in, but they don't see even in the movies though, they don't sing it until book, until the second movie. Yeah, because, because the movie fucking when, sucked. Yeah, so. Those movies, okay. Okay, pet peeve, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. You guys are going to hear it. Oh, God. 5,000. Okay. Pet peeve. If you're going to make movies based on, like, the number motherfucking one best-selling book series of, like, all fucking time next to the Bible, but we ain't talking about in the fucking Bible. No, we're talking about Harry motherfucking Potter. You fucking make that shit line up to the book. You fucking make it follow the book and you don't cut shit out. You fucking make it perfecto. You make the fucking first book three hours long. Three hours fucking long because kids are going to sit in front of that and fucking watch that movie. Adults that fucking love the book, me, are going to sit in front of that and watch some other fucking movie. You don't fucking make it like some fucking almost two-hour movie. No. Three fucking okay, hours. I have the director's cut. Minimum. So a little more. Minimum um, three hours. There is still stuff obviously cut out of the movies, but they do, the director's cut is longer. It does follow it closer. And here's what I say. See the movie before you read the book. Then you're not pissed at the movie. Well, who's going to do that? I did that. <laughs> I, I think the second book was out when you the first movie not. was finally in theaters. And I saw the first movie. I had the day off like in the middle of the week for whatever reason. I think I was still working retail back, you know, 100 years ago when it came mm -hmm. out. And um, so I had the day off in the middle of the week and I was kind of bored. Yep. So I went to the movie because I lived like two miles away from the movie theater. Nice. And um, so I could just like pick up and go, I'd be like, oh, there's a movie starting in five minutes. Okay, I guess I'll go to the movies. Um, and I got down there and I was like, you know, I just want to see what this Harry Potter shit is about because I, I hadn't read the books mm -hmm. and I'd seen it on, you know, the previews and everything. I was like, you know, I kind of like, you know, wizardy stuff and fantasy stuff. I'll go see what this Harry Potter movie's about. And it was about to leave the regular theater. It was about to hit the dollar theater. Um, and so that was when I saw it. And I, there was probably like three people in the theater when I saw it, <laughs> including myself. But I saw the movie and then Target was like right across the street from the movie theater. I immediately went over to Target and bought the books. So <laughs> this, this was my first um, foray into the Harry Potter Okay. So the wizarding world of Harry. Yes. So, you know, I mean, I'd seen the books and I was like, oh, okay. You know, some young adult book series, whatever the fuck. Like I didn't, I didn't give a shit. Yeah. And, um, kept on releasing and releasing and I'm like, all right, Harry Potter, Harry Potter, yeah, whoop de doo And I went to my local bookstore which is thankfully still around. And they happened to have um, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, which is book four. So I'm like, huh, hmm. It, it like just been released that summer. 
And I was like, okay, well, you know what? My bitch ass is on vacation. So I'm going to fucking, I'm just going to fucking read the fucking, um, you know, the dust jacket and, and see what the fuck this, this series is all about. Cause I had never really gotten into it before then. And I read the dust jacket and I was like, Ooh, this shit sounds fucking good. Like, like this is some fucking like, like, um, like adult, like drama shit written as a fucking young adults book. So I fucking started reading that shit. And like, the more I started reading, I'm like, Oh shit, this is good stuff. And I fucking finished that book in a couple hours after I, after I started reading it. I read it in like, I don't know, fucking five hours or something like that. And I was like, shit, I gotta get, I gotta get books one through three. And I fucking read all those during that same vacation. And I was like, fuck. I did read the books all in order. I was totally fucking judging those movies when they came out. I'm like, three hours minimum on the movie. See, that's why I I try not to do it because there's things you can't do in a movie. Oh, like, you okay, you have a character who goes up to a door and spends an entire chapter debating whether or not to knock on the door. You can't do that in a movie. You can't just have somebody standing in front of a blank door for five minutes in a movie. You have no, to have the exposition like, that goes okay, with it in the movies. Let's fucking do it, you know? Let's fucking do it. But like, you know, you know what fucking movie pissed me off the most? Lord of the Rings. No, no, it was a Harry Potter movie. It was, um, I believe it was, um, Prisoner of Azkaban. I think it was Prisoner of Azkaban. It was either that one or it was... Hmm, I'm trying to think. What the fuck was the third one? Was Sorcerer's Stone, Chamber of Secrets. Oh, Chamber of Secrets. That's the one. I gotta look them up to see what order they are in. Hang on, because I honestly I can't remember. Because um, I get those two confused all the time. Uh, Chamber of Secrets and Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban was three. Okay. Um, it might have been. It might have been three then. It was three. It was three. Because in three, he got. Um, I think in book one, he got the Nimbus. He got the Nimbus two thousand. Um, no, he got. Well, yeah, at the very end, I think of book one, he got that. No, no, no. He got he got the Nimbus two thousand. Or maybe no, he, he got, got the, like the Firebolt. He got the Nimbus two thousand in two thousand. Does that help? Okay. <laughs> and book one came out in ninety seven, so I think because the movie his Firebolt, in... his Firebolt that he got in the first book got destroyed. So when he got the yeah, that got destroyed in book two. Yeah, when he got okay, so when he got the Nimbus two thousand. At the end, no, it got destroyed in book three because in book three that was when Sever, um, um, Sirius gave him the Nimbus two thousand. The Nimbus two thousand. Yeah. So it didn't get destroyed until book three. Yeah. So I don't think he got it until the Firebolt in book one, right before the first Quidditch game. Yeah. And he had that in book two, and then it got in destroyed book in book three, which was um, Prisoner of Azkaban. And then during 
Christmas, he got the Nimbus 2000. He, he got the Nimbus 2000. Um, well, after after it crashed, yeah, I think it was probably right about Christmas break. But they didn't they didn't give it to him right away because they weren't sure if there are any uh, dark spells on it because it was given to him by Sirius. Um, yeah, something like that. Yeah, got it. So um, and then so, so yeah, it was motherfucking Prisoner of Azkaban. So goddamn fucking ending of that movie. They went with the shittiest ending of that movie like i remember literally reading an article where they had tested they had like tested the there were like four different endings of this movie and Mm -hmm. the ending that they went with which was of him like soaring towards the screen with this like creepy ass smile on his face that was the fucking ending they went with and that was the worst ending that tested that was the absolute. I, I never read that article, so I don't. Yeah, I it was like that. in Rolling Stone or whatever the fuck, but they were like, yeah, we don't know why the fuck they went with this ending. So that really pissed me off because that was totally not how that movie ended. It's like, don't fuck up this shit. Make the fucking yeah. seven hour movies. People will pay to see that shit. But they're like, no. I don't know that I would have paid to see that shit. I'd have waited for that shit to come on DVD. I don't think I'd have paid to see it. Fucking. Um, I, I totally would have. I would have been like, you know, put in some motherfucking intermissions in that bitch and, and fucking have an all day goddamn marathon. Fucking do it. Yeah, I can't sit still that long. I'd be oh. like, ooh, ooh, marathon, Harry Potter movies that are actually fucking. I can't even cracked. do it at home. Like, they were running over, over, um, was it Christmas weekend or was it New Year's Eve weekend? Oh, it's probably like doing... during the Christmas holidays they do. They it was do probably the Harry both. Movie. Yeah, the weekend they were doing um, the Harry Potter marathon. I couldn't sit still to watch them. Harry here in my Then we go through, let's see, Goblet of Fire, Order of the Phoenix. Um, Half-Blood Prince was the one that I didn't like the movie as much because mm-hmm. I just felt like it dragged through. Yeah. And it was just a setup for the Deathly Hollows. Yeah, um, pretty much. Like, they could have done a much better job with uh, Half Blood Prince, I thought. And dude, talk about other shitty ending. Fucking Deathly Hollows Part Two. Honestly, they rehashed the fucking wand battle in fucking Goblet of Fire. Like, what the shit was up with that? That was fucking some. Mmm. Don't even get me started on that shit because I will go off. But that was some bull fucking shit. Bullshit. I don't know. I didn't think it was that bad. Of course, I don't go into it like analyzing every frame of the movie and comparing it to every word in the book either. I just go into it like, okay, it's the movie and it's here to be entertaining. Bullshit. You take it so seriously, dog. You know, I have to fucking take it seriously because... It was a bullshit ending. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Are they literally? It ended like the book. Are they literally fucking this ending up? It ended the same way as the book. The whole thing with with Harry and and Dumbledore walking through the ghostly King Cross thing and the Voldemort like fetus looking thing under the bench. I just think. Well, yeah, I mean, that that part was fine, but, like, the fucking wizard battle at the end, like, that was fucking lame as shit. Like, they rehashed the fucking 
Okay, they have like six spells. How many times do you think they can use the same six spells without rehashing it at some point? Because they can. Especially when the writer of the book is like doing this shit. I hate to tell you this, but the writer of the book don't really get a whole lot of say in how the movies are made. Well, she should have. And she should have. Well, that's not how it works when you sell the rights. That's how it works you in say, my world. Give me a shit ton of money. Here's the book. Do what that's you want. A, that's how it works in my world. Well, Dawnland is not real you life. I'm sorry. I hate to be the one to break it to you. You know what? Ooh. Land if I life. win, if I win Powerwall and Mega Millions tonight, it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, I have not I'll left like, my house in over a week, so I'll I have fucking, not I'll fucking DM Kyle. I'll be like, "Hey Kyle, guess what, you guys? I'll pay. <laughs> I'll pay for King Fazam to be to be uh, uh, animated and shit." Yep. Oh hell yeah. Yep. Fuck yeah. Don't even give me any credit for it. I'll fucking pay for that shit. I'll be like, yep. <laughs> I will totally produce that shit. Mm-hmm. I will produce the hell out of that shit. Put the money up for that. Because it's be awesome. Awesome shit. Awesome possum. Okay, are we going to return back? To yeah. Yes. Okay. Back to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> we are now on, on right. oh, we're still on chapter eight. <laughs> By the way. Uh, let's see. The kids go to transfiguration class with Professor McGonagall, who wants them to transform a marker into a bag of lotion. And I don't know why the fuck she wanted them to do that, but okay. I don't either, but I just go along for the ride. Hermione, of course, succeeds because, you know, Hermione. Come on. Yeah, because Hermione's fucking. Um, Harry asks for help, and, her, and McGonagall's like, no, Harry, no, you're too young for me. <laughs> No. (laughs) Thank you. Again, with the, you know, running theme going on here with this story. Um, Harry gets an invitation to tea from his mysterious unadmirer, which they realize is Hagrid because the handwriting is so big and like every letter is a single page. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Really? That's how we're playing this one? Okay. Um, and let's see. So he and Ron go, because I don't know why Hermione didn't go with them, but she had things to do. She had girl things to do, I guess. Yeah, she had shit to do. Um, Yeah, she had to study. It's Hermione. What the fuck? Um, she hasn't got time for tea. She's got to study. Uh, Hagrid tells Harry why Snape hates him. It's because Snape was in love with his father and there was apparently a whole will they won't they think. (laughs) between Snape and James Potter. <laughs> wow. My father? Yeah, it's your father. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and that's why that's why Sna- um, Snape doesn't like Harry because Harry looks just like his father except that he has his mother's thighs. Big, strong, sturdy thighs. Apparently. <laughs> uh, Harry sees an article in Hagrid's paper about the baggie being stolen from Gringotts Bake. Um, and 
Fred and George, there's a reference to Fred and George and, and other baggies that always make them happy. <laughs> you know, I, I, I've got to say those baggies have made me not so sad from time to time <laughs> myself. Um, oh, wait, that's a different baggie. Sorry. Mm. Uh, <laughs> anyway, they're still confused about the whole reason for the invite and, you know, Harry getting invited into strange men's cabins in the woods. It's, it's a whole thing. Chapter nine, we have Quidditch class. I was unaware Quidditch was a class until now, but apparently it is. Yep. Uh, yep. Draco is once again obsessed with wand sizes. <laughs> And his wand grew an eighth of an inch because he put it under his pillow. And his father's wand has grown so big he uses it for a cane. And Draco's wand is going to be that big one day too. But if it's not that big by graduation, then his father's taking him for wand enlargement surgery. <laughs> you gotta love Draco in this. Wand enlargement surgery. As long as it doesn't interfere with the explosion at the end, we're fine. Oh my fucking Christ. Speaking of wizarding battles that come along down the line, I am anticipating a lot of dick jokes during some of these battles. I'm just saying. Prepare yourselves now, children. There will be more dick jokes. Um, The children are taught to fly. Neville drops something off of his broom or falls off his broom and is rushed to the hospital. He drops something. Draco picks it up. Harry catches it. McGonagall reprimands him. Yes, I'm going through this like super quick because you guys just have to listen to it because it's, I can't even at this point. It's so funny. Um, Where he introduces, she introduces Harry to Oliver Wood who is apparently not in Gryffindor, but it's okay because he's American and he's hot. I don't remember him being American in the book either. No, he wasn't. And he he was with Gryffindor. He was in Gryffindor because there's the teams are by houses. Yeah, guys, Um, he was in Gryffindor. He's not now. Um, But then he tells Harry a secret. Ooh, a secret. He doesn't have any legs. His legs are broomsticks. Whoa. He's he's a peg leg. He's peg leg all over wood. Two peg legs. Or is he? That's why they call him wood. Wait a minute. Would he have peg legs or would he literally have? Or is he literally like flying around Hogwarts? I don't know, but it's legs are brooms. That's all I know is it's legs are broomsticks. I didn't ask how he gets around. I think we should ask. Um, guys, how does Oliver get around Hogwarts? This, this is the if legs are broomsticks, does he fly around or does he walk on his broomstick legs? Yes. Inquiring minds want to know. Mm-hmm. uh let's see because they are magic broomsticks for his legs so maybe he does fly um at dinner draco teases harry um the discussion turns once again to harry's thighs crab and goyle we meet crab and goyle they are not smart nope draco's like dude give me something to burn him with i need i I need to burn 
Yeah, no. They can't come up with anything either. Like, oh, look at your hair. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, they talk about going to having a duel later. Uh, Draco's kind of disappointed that they don't have it right there at dinner. Draco's kind of a prat. I'm just saying. Kind of. Um, the kids sneak around school later on. Um, Draco doesn't show up for the duel. The kids hear Filch <laughs> talking to his cat, Mrs. Norris. Um, <laughs> warning, boys and girls and children of all ages, guys, gals, non-binary pals, anybody who I've missed in there, do not Google. Don't do it. Because there are some things that when you learn them, you cannot unlearn them. And when you see them, you cannot unsee them. Yep. Don't do it. Yep. <laughs> um, Filch is talking to Mrs. Norris about, he knows what these kids are up to. Things like steaming dragons, Cleveland's, Cleveland steamers, filching, docking and space docking. Do not Google. Okay, then the kids find themselves on the third floor uh, facing a sleeping three-headed dog. When they get back to the dorm, Hermione's still laughing at me. <laughs> I'm just telling you, don't do it. And if you do do it, be prepared. I'm just saying. Like, it made me for a minute Googling some of these things because some of them I knew what they were and was like, they're just nasty. And other things I was like, wait, I never heard of that. Yeah, I kind of wish I'd still never heard of that. <laughs> um, but you know how in King Falls, when Trent comes up with shit and you have to Google it? Don't Google it. Yeah, don't Google it. And I, for a minute, think that um, our actors were channeling their inner Trent. <laughs> they were coming up with some of this shit. <laughs> Owen felt free. Yes. That is, that Although, is, hey, that oh, is if Owen plays Filch. Yeah, whoever does Filch, hey, feel free, be free, you do you. Um, just don't Google it, kids. Uh, let's see, the kids find themselves on the third floor, three-headed dog, we said that. Um, Hermione is the only one that notices that the dog is um, hiding a, on a, laying on a trap door. When they get back to the dorms, Hermione scolds the boys for their behavior because apparently Ron thought that, you know, he could just scare the dog into submission. Ron is not smart. Nope. I mean, I'm sorry. I love you guys, but Ron is just not a smart child. Um, and yeah, that's kind of where that ends. And then we will pick up on the next episode of Soap. For those of you who get that reference. Yep. <laughs> Does Ron meet the dog again? Will Harry play Quidditch? Will we find out if Wood flies or if Wood walks? <laughs> Will Phil Will we find out jokes? if they even listen to this fucking podcast? <laughs> Stay tuned. Is Draco's wand really as big as he claims? <laughs> Stay tuned for the next episode of Soap. <laughs> 
So anyway, that's where that goes. Drake, no mouth. Um, once again, you have no listener questions because our listeners don't don't care. They don't have any questions. We apparently we're just that. Kind of, I'm kind of sad. We want listener questions. I know. Engage, listeners. Engage, yeah. and don't be asking us questions about episode 100 when we're talking about episode 11. Because we can't answer those. Can't. I mean, we can. We can. We can, but we won't. But we won't. Yes. Keep it relevant, children. Yeah. Uh, plugs. Uh, Mel Hartman has come out with a new podcast that just dropped. I haven't listened to it yet. Um, called it Creep, right? That's yep. Yes. I haven't listened to it yet, but go out, listen to it. Let me know what you think. Um, I just haven't had a chance. Otherwise, I'd give you a review. Um, that's my only plug for the day. Ooh, um, I do believe that the writer of Return Home has just finished writing another podcast. I believe mm-hmm. he wrote, he, I think he wrote a 342 page script for something. And I'm not sure if it was for a book or a podcast, but I'm like, dude, you're a badass. Good for you. He does have a book out. He does have a book of interludes out. That's been out for a while though. No, um, this one was like super fucking recent within like the last couple of days. Okay. I don't know. My feed has been so full of political bullshit. <laughs> Mine too. That, um, that I, I have, I know I've missed stuff from, uh, you know, Return Home and Girl in Space and, and other stuff because I, I, I can't scroll that far. <laughs> I'm doing a deep dive into my own fucking Twitter feed that's, you know, what happened to no more GD politics filling up my feed? <laughs> Wrong. Yeah. Herschel did not predict this. Um, I'm just saying. Um, if Herschel had been around, this shit wouldn't have fucking happened. He'd have snatched up some insurrectionists by their little Nazi fucking flags and beat the shit out of them with their Confederate flags. Fuck. Confederacy and, and been like motherfuckers. Here's your antifa motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'd be handing out tomato cans. That's right. Cans of tuna and shit. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm I'm sick of the freaking politics. Yep. Can we just finish this impeachment bullshit? And send him off to Russia or North Korea with his cronies because guess what? I think, I think we should just, I think we should just like exile his ass to like an island. Siberia? Yeah, I mean, if Siberia has a fucking island, I say we just fucking exile him to Siberia. No, it doesn't have an island. It's in the middle of Russia, but they have gulags. Oh, oh we so, don't want him to go yeah. in a fucking gulag. We want him to be exiled to a nice cold island. And our- have you been to Siberia? Hmm. It's in the middle of fucking Russia. Oh, whatever. It's like freezing all the time there. Like they that's why they built the prisons out I there, the what? gulag prisons out there, was because people couldn't escape because they would freeze to death before they got to the nearest town. Even in Why don't we just fucking stick them down in an- Antarctica? Let's see. Google Maps. You really want to do that to Antarctica? What did Antarctica to do you do to you? Well. I mean, That's fucking cold down there. Russia bought him the election the first time around. They can have him back. All right. So let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 
Let's see. Come on, Google. Let's fucking go here. All right. Let's fucking go with the fucking maps. All right. So, Sea of Oshkosh Bagosh. Okay. So, I don't know what the fuck that is. All right. We could put him out on the Kural Islands. Actually, no, wait a minute. I don't think I don't think I want to put him out in the fucking Kural Islands. We want him. The island is uninhabited because we don't want to, you know. Yeah, we want him to go somewhere fucking cold as shit. We could put him on Rang Wrangle Island. That's up there. Okay. Yep. East Siberian Sea. Yep, that's good enough. That works. We can do that. Looks you like know, there might be some hang out with his like, towns there or something, but we'll put him right in the middle of the fucking island. That sounds good to me. Ooh. Herschel kick his ass all the way there and back. Eh. Oh, I did listen to Carrier. So, yeah, thanks for recommending that. That was pretty good. It was so pretty good, wasn't it? It was pretty good. It was, I was like, ooh, uh, what? Cliffhanger! The fuck? So, yeah, now I'm waiting for season two. Yep. Told you it was good. Yeah, I finally listened to that. I just started listening to. Hold on, I'm only on episode one. I got to look at it again. I thought I was done with plugs. I'm wrong. That's what I get for thinking. Oh, I wasn't listening to it on, on Spotify. I was listening to it on Apple. Where did it go? Um. Um. Sorry, guys. I thought I was done with plugs. Apparently I'm not, because I just discovered this one today, so I've only listened to the first episode. But it was good, and I can't remember the name. Scrolling, we're scrolling, we're scrolling. Um, somebody recommended Night Drive. This is not the one I was talking mm -hmm. about. Somebody recommended Night Drive. I think it was somebody on Twitter. Um, saying that it was very King Falls-like. I think just from listening to the first half of the first episode... It sounds more Night Valley like, but so far better than Night mm -hmm. Um, But that's not the one I was talking about. We're scrolling, we're scrolling. I got a lot of freaking podcasts in here, man. Um, continue scrolling, continue scrolling. It's a new fucking podcast. Why am I at the bottom of my goddamn feed and I can't find it? I don't know. Hey, maybe it was on my Spotify. Well, not on my, on my. Um, click show. Oh my god, my phone is being slow. Um, 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 um. it was. I'll recognize it when I see the icon for it. Well, god damn it. Well, you know what, guys? You're just going to have to wait until next week. Or actually, no, because January has five weeks in it, five Saturdays in it. So you're going to get a two-week break from us. Yep. How will you live? How will you live? Not hearing us for two whole fucking weeks. I don't know. <laughs> The silence says it all, folks. 
I was gonna bust into how do I live without you, but once again, Merv can't afford. <laughs> What's it, I, even Gus has opinions about your singing. Ouch. Ouch, that burns my butthole. Um, do you have any other plugs? Oh, no, yeah, you, the other person over there texting. <laughs> All right, we have no more plugs, so that's it. Uh, I will find out that other podcast anyway. This has been Shotgun Saturday Nights, it is edited and produced by Don Blake and outlined by yours truly. Follow us on Twitter at ShotgunSammy71, or you can email us your questions, comments, and concerns at ShotgunSaturdayNight at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, share, and review. Shotgun Saturday Nights, an unofficial King Falls AM fan cast. Our intro music is Get Ready by Fesland Studios, and our outro track is The Slumber of the Blackwood by As Above, So Below, off their album Ritos 2, which is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. Until next time. <laughs>